Welcome to the Meet Hope Podcast, where we have conversations about faith and hope. Hope is one church made of people living out their faith through two expressions, in person and online. We believe a hybrid faith experience can lead to a growing influence in our community and our world for the sake of others. Welcome to Hope. Hey everyone, hello again, welcome to the Meet Hope Podcast. My name is Rick and I'm one of the pastors here at Hope and we're excited about meeting another member of our of the Hope staff and today we have with us Dave Falcone. Hey Dave, welcome. Hey Rick, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, welcome to our podcast. So so Dave, what we've been doing is uh, talking to our different staff members, kind of getting some uh, bio info about them and some, you know, just so people get a better idea of who, uh, who it is that is a part of the ministry staff at Hope. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, a basic bio about your family, things like that. Well, uh, I'm uh, in my early 40s, and uh, I've been a New Jersey resident for my whole life. I currently live in Marlton with my wife, Jackie, and our two daughters, Adeline and Corinne. They are 12 and 9 years old, and uh, we are we are in a fun, busy phase of life, uh, running around, playing Uber service for our kids every night of the week. Yeah. So 12 and nine. Yeah. You are deep, yeah. hip deep in uh, soccer and softball yep. and things like that. Right. Yeah. Dance and church activities and yeah. Good for you. And so, yeah, so you're married to Jackie and I know the story, but how did you meet Jackie and how, how long have you been married and, and how did you meet Jackie? So we've been married for a little over 16 years. Uh, we got married back in 06. Um, I met her because of you <laughs> and uh, because your wife uh, one day said, Hey, uh, we should set Dave up with Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably said, no, let's stay out of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, you probably said, uh, let's not do that to Jackie. <laughs> um, but uh, I was working with you at another church back then. And uh, Jackie was uh, one of our middle school youth leaders. Um, and uh, we developed a friendship and then started dating and fell in love and got married. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good story. And I'm glad I could be a part of that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so, so you and I've known each other for a long time. I think we've known each other for 30 years. Yeah. Um, you were, uh, you were just a, a middle school student or younger, I guess. Younger. I, yeah. Dating you. all the way back to 1991. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so I know a lot of the stories that we're going to talk about and I'm going to do my best not to interject my stuff into these stories, but, but, uh, but it's going to be hard to not do that. So how did, how did you come to hope and how long have you been, or how long have you uh, been at hope? Well, so my uh, my then fiance and I, we uh, came our very first Sunday in February of 06. It was Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, I just never forget that. Um, we came because we were in a transitive period in our life. We were getting ready to get married. I was looking for uh, a new position at a church in, in this time period as we were prepping for marriage. And um, we were just like, well, we have to find a church to, uh, to attend for the time being. And uh, we didn't know if we were going to stay in New Jersey or leave or whatnot. We said, you know, we, well, Rick just started working at this church in Voorhees, and we know some other people that are there. Let's uh, attend there while we're just kind of waiting out our last few months here in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the meantime, we started like being like, this this place is, we like this place. And uh, I remember sitting on a raft in the middle of the Caribbean on our uh, honeymoon, okay. and we were talking about uh, where I was going to find a job doing youth ministry. And, um, 
you know, we just said hope's a place Absolutely. and, uh, we didn't know how long it would be until there was a job opening. And, you know, seven months later, eight months later, uh, you called me up and said, Hey, you want to work at hope? <laughs> that's funny. I don't remember the, uh, I don't think I've ever heard the Caribbean story. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's neat to know that you were talking about where you were going to work in ministry on your honeymoon. Huh? Yeah. And <laughs> it was mostly because Jackie didn't want to leave New Jersey and, <laughs> Good, and okay. I, you know, I, I really didn't either. Uh, but yeah, so that's how we ended and up. And so you've been it. at uh, hope on staff for about 15 years. Uh, yeah, a little more so. Yeah. yeah okay. A little more than 15 years. Yep. Uh, so, so we've been asking everyone, uh, so tell us a funny life moment or a funny ministry <laughs> moment. And this is a story that again, you and I've known each other for a long time. And so this is a story that you and I are both connected to, but I'm going to, uh, let you tell it. I'll just, I'll just probably, uh, make a few comments along the way. Cause I can't not make comments. So go ahead. Tell, tell the story. So dating back to 2005, okay. uh, I think it was summer 2005. We were not working at hope either. one. No, of us. we were we were not at hope. Let's uh, stress that. Uh, we were working at another church and we were taking a bunch of high schoolers on a mission trip and we were in Jamaica for the week on this mission trip. And it just so happened that uh, Wednesday or Thursday of the week rolled around and a hurricane was a coming. Yes. And uh, Do you remember the name of the hurricane? I don't. It was Hurricane Emily. Wow. Okay. I, re- I remember yeah. that. Hurricane it, Emily. It never left me. Well, and Hurricane Emily had really poor timing <clears throat> because she was arriving uh, right over Jamaica on a Saturday, the same day we were supposed to fly out. Yep. And uh, long story short, uh, we didn't fly out uh, because of the hurricane. And we ended up getting stuck there until Tuesday because that was the earliest flight we can get our t- team of uh, 40 high schoolers and adults out. Yep, and this um, was this was almost pre cell phone. It was it was during not many people had cell phones, and certainly not cell phone service in Jamaica. No, no. Like and, so, uh, we were using like calling cards. To yes, call calling back cards still. to call all the parents, let them know that we were in a hurricane. We were safe, yes. but we were in a hurricane, and we were not going to be home on time. Yes, and the key the key really was we were safe. Like we made sure we were in a situation where we were uh, we were absolutely safe. But the problem was we, it was three more days trying to figure out how do we feed everybody. Yeah, we a lot of peanut butter and jelly yeah how do we how do we stay patient by the end of three days yeah um we ended up uh uh boarding the bus i remember on that tuesday and we're heading back to the airport and we're exhausted we are tired and here's the funny part of the story uh I'm, I'm sitting there in the bus and we're 15 minutes down the road. And I, I mentioned that you and I uh, were working together. So we were uh, co-leading this trip together and I was handling more of the, you know, make sure that things were functioning properly and you were doing the teaching and speaking and overall leading of the team. And it just dawned on me. Did we count to make sure everybody was there? <laughs> so I pop my head up in the bus. And I do a quick count and I'm like, we're, we're one short. So uh, and like, we're about 15 minutes down the road. Oh, easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe further. So I'm like, you know, I, even I can count wrong. You know, I'm a numbers guy, but even I can count wrong and I probably counted wrong. So I counted again, one short, like, all right, what are the odds? You know, maybe I counted wrong twice, count a third time, one short. I, I lean over and, you know, I kind of elbow my girlfriend who is now my wife. And I say, Hey, um, Jackie, can you, can you count? Uh, everybody, because I'm coming up one short. She's like, we're not missing anybody. So she stands up and does a quick count. And she's like, we're one short. So I'm like, Ugh. 
Now you, Rick, were sitting in the seat in front of me. With my eyes closed, relieved that we were finally on the bus heading yes. to the airport. Yes, because it was a long three days. Yes. And after a long uh, a week in Yeah, so in we, were, we were on like day 12 of what was supposed to be a nine-day trip. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And um, I said, Rick, we're missing somebody. And you said in your most patient voice, count again. <laughs> and I was like... Dude, I counted three times and Jackie counted once. And you're like, ugh. So I remember you stood up and you addressed the everybody in the bus. Everybody, uh, look around. Tell me if you're missing one of your roommates. And so there's commotion as everybody is counting. And, and we hear from the back of the bus, Pete? Pete? Anybody know where Pete is? And we're like, all right. Yeah, all right. So I remember you stood up and you're like, Pete, this is not funny. If you're on this bus, let us know. I think you were you were pretty much at the end. Yeah, we had pulled the bus over at this point, and yep. we were we were pretty confident we had left Pete behind. Yes, and uh, what we didn't know was in the meantime, uh, or when all this was going down, uh, Pete was showering, and so he didn't know we were leaving. And when he got out of the shower and got dressed and came outside, we were gone. <laughs> It was, uh, it was like Home Alone mission trip version. Yes, yes. Uh, now there is a happy ending because Pete was a, a you know a high school student who had a good head on his shoulders, and he found the first person at the place we were staying and uh, told them like, "Hey, I got left behind." So they called somebody who called somebody who called the bus driver, and the bus driver, uh, what we didn't even know, was at the front of the bus on the phone with the guy Pete was uh, yep. with at that point, and uh, they had put him on a taxi and he was halfway to meet us by this point and so we just stood there and waited so we brought everybody home yes including and, pete including pete um yeah and uh you know this it, things like this happen but yeah. not often and while it wasn't funny at the moment 30 years later it's uh well no how many years 20, 20 years 20 later, years later yeah. it's fun to tell the story it's very fun <laughs> yeah and pete is in his 30s now and, and alive and well and alive and well, uh, we hope, uh, Pete, I hope you're doing well out there if you hear if, this. If you're listening, Pete. Yeah. Pete also finds the story funny, and, and his parents did right after, because they were just like, oh, Pete. You know. Sure. Well, you know, and we didn't tell that story in either of our interviews when we came to Hope. No. Um, but, no. yeah, so there it is. It's out now after after yeah. uh, decades we can tell the story. And in all the years I led trips here, <clears throat> I brought everybody home. Good, good. That's always, that is always, that's always a sign of a successful yeah. trip. Uh, yeah. So recently you moved from youth ministry to a new role um, of executive pastor and you've been doing that for a few years now, but yep. tell us what is, what is an executive pastor and what is it that you do here at Hope? Well, uh, it's uh, the best way to describe it. Uh, I say is I keep the wheels turning and um, it, the simplest way to uh, narrow that down even further is uh, I spend most of my time working behind the scenes, uh, which is great. I enjoy that. Uh, I oversee the operations here at Hope, uh, the finance, HR, tech, systems, facilities, all from the staff perspective. So all of those areas kind of fall under my purview. Uh, now, there are teams of people that may be leading some of those areas, and I may be their staff liaison, uh, but the bottom line is uh, a lot of those things kind of uh, hit my desk or come across my desk in, in some way, uh, shape, or form. Yeah, so you make sure that things are running uh, effectively, successfully, and and uh, and that and that we're growing. Yeah, and it, my job is to make sure the church is poised in a position that that ministry is the priority, mm -hmm. and not things like did we have a balanced budget or did we did we make sure the building stayed clean after that uh, event last week? 
you know, what instead I'm asking more important questions like, are we using what we have to make disciples or how are we using what we have to serve other people? And so I'm kind of approaching my job from a pastor's heart rather than a bottom line, uh, you know, make sure that the, the floors stay clean, uh, kind of, <laughs> kind of a, a mindset. That's good. And you're good at, you're good at what you do. You're made for that role for sure. I would agree. Um, yeah. With all those things that you said. I like to think I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, t- but you also have a, so a ministry areas that you focus on. Tell us about those real quick. Yeah. So I, I can't just stay behind the scenes and work on all those fun things. Uh, some of you probably don't think they're fun, but they are. Uh, so I am, uh, I'm excited that right now, some of the minister areas that I get to be a part of is uh, I'm the staff point person for our lobby team on Sunday mornings. Um, my goal is simply to stay out of their way because we have an awesome team of volunteers that uh, greet people as they walk in and, and make sure things go smoothly on a Sunday morning and um, and hand things out. And just it, it's it's a great hospitality ministry. And, and hey, if you're out there and you want to volunteer once a month on a Sunday morning, reach out. We'd be happy to have you uh, join that awesome team. Uh, also, uh, I'm leading a small group with a couple other uh, adults. Uh, we are uh, leading a young adult small group. Uh, it's kind of a small group, a small group ministry uh, with, uh, like college age students. And so that's, uh, that's been going on uh, for some time now too. That's good. So tell me now, what do you love most about ministry life? I love that everything I do makes a difference for others. Mm. Um, so we're in the business of changing lives. I love to be able to use my gifts to further the kingdom of God. Um, so it, it's like kind of a, it, I have a purpose behind what I do. Mm. That's good. And yeah, I said, it, and you're good at it and so appreciate all that you do. You know, I don't like all the budget numbers and you make it as painless as possible. So thanks for doing that. Well, uh, it's my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh, so Dave, uh, we've been doing a rapid fire section here as we're um, uh, talking to different staff members. So I'm just going to ask you some questions. You give a quick uh, yep. phrase or word answer. So your favorite pizza topping? Bacon and sweet pepper. That is, you know, when I saw that, I thought that was, that's interesting. I've never had that in all the years we've known each other. We've never had that together. Yeah, so I don't have it often. We're going to have to make that happen, Dave. Yeah. All right, so we'll have to plan that. Uh, morning person or an evening person? Definitely an evening person. Wish I was a morning person. Everybody who says they're an evening person wishes they're a morning person. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. I'm, I'm neither. Um, <laughs> so uh, how about your coffee order? Uh, I like good coffee with cream. Uh, as long as it tastes good, I don't care if it's decaf. You know, caffeine doesn't mean anything to me. Okay. I just you like just, the taste of coffee. You enjoy the coffee. I, I like coffee. Uh, favorite show that you've been watching recently? Yellowstone. Yellowstone. It's yes. a great show created by Taylor Sheridan, and I'll pretty much watch anything by him right now. Yep. Okay. It is a good show. I watch it as well. A uh, book you've read recently. This is a f- interesting. Yeah. So uh, this is going to be for a niche uh, group of people out there. Uh, but I just finished a textbook called Fundamental Accounting Principles, and it was a thousand pages of information that most people out there would absolutely have no interest in. Yeah, knowing. it's not on the New York Times bestseller no, list. No, um, I learned a lot. It was good, uh, but yeah. Great, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not reading that. No. And uh, how about a local place that you like to eat? Uh, one of my favorite restaurants is in uh, the town of Hamilton. Uh, it's called Iliano's, and it is an Italian restaurant, um, someplace I had frequented when I was a lot younger. And anytime over in that area, I really like it. It's right off of the expressway in Hamilton. Okay. I haven't been there. And, um, I wrote that down. Look forward to yeah. going there as well. A shout out to Iliano's. Yeah. Good Italian food. Um, <laughs> I mean, 
You can't go wrong with Italian food in Hamilton. That's great. All right. So we're also uh, asking people, give me uh, 30 seconds or less. How would you describe yourself, your life, uh, what you do? Uh, this is the 30-second Dave Falcone elevator pitch. So I'm someone who loves doing things with my family. Uh, I love working on projects at home, especially home improvement projects. I love to build things. Uh, I love sports. I'm a big sports guy, huge Philly sports fan. Uh, I dabble heavily in fantasy football. Um, I love watching movies, watching TV, um, and love spending time with my family. I know I mentioned that already, but that really is. That's great. Yeah, and, and finally, we've been asking everyone this question. What is bringing you hope today? Uh, a, right now, the thing that's bringing me the most hope, uh, you know, I, I joke that I'm a, a, a part-time Uber driver at night for my kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I really, I, I'm enjoying this phase of life and this stage of life with my family. Like we're able to do more together now than we've ever been able to do. And, you know, we play games together as a family. We do things together. We go on vacations. I, I just, I enjoy uh, that a lot. Good. Thanks, Dave. And I think, uh, thank you, Dave, for doing this. Uh, yep. It was relatively painless. Would you, would yeah. you agree? Yeah. Uh, if anyone out there wants to uh, contact Dave, maybe to volunteer for a lobby, how can they yeah. do that? Uh, so uh, if you if you want to reach out to me, uh, I'm not really on social media, so don't look for me there. But you can reach me via email, dave at meethope.org. And, uh, you know, if, uh, if you're looking to get connected here at Hope, I'd love to help you. If you're looking to volunteer in the lobby or you're a college age student, want to get involved in that small group, would love to get connected with you. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Or if maybe we'll contact you about other book references since you gave such a yeah, great, there you go. great yes. book recommendation. Yeah. If you want to know what else is on the shelf, ready to be read. <laughs> That's great. Hey, listen, thanks, Dave. Thank you, listeners. And this is all for today. And we hope to see you next time. Hey, have a great week. Thanks for being a part of the Hope community as we continue our conversations about faith and hope. If you don't already, please join us for worship on Sundays or on demand. You can learn more at meethope.org or find us on socials at Meet Hope Church.